This is The Ones Who Showed Up, a monthly hangout for hosts and guests of Jackals.us. I hope you enjoy the show. Hello, everybody, and welcome to our third Jackal Hangout. Today, I have with me Bern. How are you doing, Mike? What'd you have for dinner? I ate Wendy's. And uh, we have Nick. Uh, Nick Gallup. Sorry. Howdy. And what'd you have for dinner? Uh, dinner I've not had yet, but I did have some microwave popcorn and scotch. <laughs> there you go. I told you that counts as dinner. <laughs> <laughs> and Mikey R. Hello. I had uh, some pasta with bolognese, tomato, meat sauce. And uh, Nick Ward. Hi. I had, well, I haven't had dinner yet. We are planning to have some kind of arugula salad to balance out the fact that we had Taco Bell for lunch. Mm. And last, Harold. Hey, hey. I had uh, uh, Nutella and peanut butter sandwich and uh, hash browns because we need to go shopping. <laughs> no scotch. No scotch. I've, I've got a bottle of Jameson in the pantry, but I don't drink alcohol, so it doesn't do me any good. All right, I'm going to try to get through these Patreon supporters that I have. Real quick, uh, first I've got Kyle Roderick, who does Transmission AM on goodstuff.fm. Nick Gallup, who's on the call with us. Tim Smith, who does several shows on Good Stuff. Um, Right now he has the Daily Radio column, which, no, it's not the Daily anymore. It's just the Radio column, something like that. I don't know. Go to goodstuff.fm and check it out. Chris Enns, also from Good Stuff. He has uh, Show Me Your Mic and guests on Transmission sometimes. Jason Becker, who you all know in the chat room as Jay Becker. Matt Lemieux, who you know in the chat room as The Tiger. Angela, who uh, I interviewed before on Better Know a Jackal. Jordan Cooper, who does... uh, Tech Douchebags, and Internet Outrage Machine on 5x5. Nicholas Ward, who's on the call with us. Uh, Byrne Baker, who's on the call. Uh, Dominic Schwinn, who I've interviewed for Better Know a Jackal, and who I think is going to be on tomorrow's recording of uh, our little trailer podcast. Uh, Mikey Reak, who's on the call, and Harold uh, Katchelmeyer. Did I say it right? (laughs) Nope. Kacklemeyer? Nope. K- uh, <laughs> Kate, Kate. You're, you're very close, Kacklemeyer. Kacklemeyer. Kate, I, I prefer Kacklemeyer. <laughs> Not a big cake fan. Okay. Uh, the music or the food? The food. Hmm. I know I'm weird. You're not a fan of cake? Either one? No, no, I, I like the music, just not the food. Okay. Uh, I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah, well. Yeah, what's not to like about cake? I don't get it. Eh, mostly texture. Bad cake. <laughs> the texture, okay. I, I'm usually waste. the one making it, so what's that say? <laughs> Have you ever had Texas cake? Which uh, technically isn't cake, it's more of, I don't know, it's a very dense cake. It, is it just a, a pan full of guns and big hair? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I not the version I've had, but it's possible. I don't even know what a Texas cake is. <laughs> yeah, I've never heard of that either. It must be some just 
Must be something local Kansas to Kansas, thing. which makes a lot of sense. I was going to say, is this something you <laughs> made up? It does make sense. <laughs> no, it's a, it's, it's a very dense cake, chocolate cake. You put a, uh, it's kind of like a donut glaze on top. I don't know why it's called donut cake, but there does you go. Does it have a hole in the middle? Um, Maybe that's why. That would just be a bundt cake. Hmm. All right, next mm-hmm. I've got... Doesn't check out. We'll, we'll let it slide. Doesn't check out. <laughs> uh, next, I wanted to mention that we have. I have sent out stickers, hopefully to everyone who asked for stickers. Some people have received them, so uh, if you haven't, you should get it in the next few days. And if you want them, I still have a stack of probably 25 or so, so I'm happy to send them just about anywhere. I've sent several to Canada. Uh, hopefully I did it right. We'll see if they make it through or not. If you put the North Pole, it's not going to count. <laughs> oh, I'm going to get them back to them, I guess. Yeah, because the North Pole is a U.S. territory, isn't it? <laughs> That's disputed territory. <laughs> it belongs to the world up there. And Santa. Have you guys heard of North? I think oh. Canada put something on the ocean floor to claim it fairly recently. I thought that was Canadians. Russia. But, but there is, there is, so the postal codes, how they work in Canada is like a letter, then a number, and a letter, then a number, and there's six of them. So Canada does have H0, H0, H0 as a postal code. And they claim that's where Santa's workshop is. Santa's yeah, a little Canadian. piece of trivia. Who knew? All right. Are we ready for our first topic? Probably as ready as we're going to be. Carrying over from the last episode. A very popular graphics interchange format has a disputed uh, pronunciation for its extension or its abbreviation. Does anyone have an opening statement? Oh. Uh, okay, but I thought you were going to keep this until Virginia comes around. Are we going to talk about this without her? We can talk about it uh, without her. It's uh, it's her own fault for not being available 24-7 to be on calls. <laughs> That's what she gets for hanging out with rock stars and such. All right, so GIF or Jeff, uh, I'll start with Harold since he was the last one to introduce himself. Oh boy. Um, well, I've always pronounced it GIF. Uh, oh. Yep. <laughs> that is I, correct, sir. I stand sir. by that. <laughs> I, I don't care if the, uh, the guy who developed the format says, uh, says it the wrong way. That's, uh, that's just a personal failing on his part. I agree with you. <laughs> uh, Mike ER? I don't think I formed my opinions well on this one. I I don't know. I guess you're you're not allowed to pick how something is pronounced. It's really what the majority goes with. I mean, you invent it, yeah, sure, but I guess you don't have the luxury of saying how it's pronounced, even though that's what you pick when you get your Webby Award. Um, I do prefer a soft G, so GIF. Um, yeah. I can't really justify my answer because that's the way that I used to call it, and I always thought I was right when I heard somebody else say they were wrong. Uh, I really can't, I really have no <laughs> nothing to form. Um, I'm sorry. I, I uh, just know that you're all wrong, so. I think Gargo pronounced it GIF, so. <laughs> oh, 
We, uh, hmm. I missed that episode. Anybody not familiar with Garco, that's a bot or a translation program that they play on transmission, uh, which is on every Tuesday and Thursday at 9 Central, Yeah, I think. Mm-hmm. And uh, they have a little bot that they have helped them uh, figure out how to pronounce words. And it's a good show, and you should listen, and you should be in the chat room. And you suggest, should suggest titles, even though uh, usually I have the winner. <laughs> and, and do intros. You can do intros in the show. So, someday I'll be back in the warehouse while the, the show's recording, and I'll be able to get a title again. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, do you have an opinion on this? Which Nick? Oh. Or has the other Nick already gone? Yeah, two two Nicks and two Mikes. This is one. Okay, I'm going to start calling you by your uh, chat room names. I wish I could chat here in the Skype because I know I'm going to keep messing it up. But let's start with Wonder Yak. I I say GIF. I really don't care either way. Okay, Ultra Nerd. Uh, so I say it. GIF. I've always said a GIF before I ever thought about it. I have a justification that I have formed after the fact once I encountered this great debate. But I should put on my descriptivist hat and say that however it is pronounced in the community is valid because that's how language is. And if, yeah, if anybody knows what you're talking about, it's in it. Anyway. I feel yeah, like if right. you can get the point across. I I agree with that argument, but I, I also hate it because then I have to allow for irregardless. No, there's no you, allowance for that. <laughs> usage shifts, and uh, that's how language changes and evolves. And as much as it sometimes pains me to hear things uh, a little differently across dialects, uh, that's that's what how I have to stand by it. Um, As far as why I think GIF works better for me or makes more sense to me, it's because it's G as in graphics. You know, it's the underlying word that's being abbreviated. Um, But it might also just be that we never had GIF peanut butter in our house growing up. I think we had Skippy. (laughs) Well, if you had GIF, you would know it was spelled with a J, not a G. So I think you'd be okay if you were still pronouncing it GIF. That's true. I'm I'm a fan of overpronouncing abbreviations like i'm much more likely to try to pronounce it than to spell it out when possible like i once worked in a building abbreviated bsbe and i was the only person i knew of who called it bisbee yeah from my kind of work background we do the same thing with all the abbreviations when uh when they were talking about isis i thought they were talking about the routing protocol for a long time on the news until i sat down and listened I thought they were talking about the spy agency in Archer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, so did I. <laughs> That's unfortunate. Yeah. There were a lot of things that had to change its name recently. Like, can you give me some examples? Oh, why are you putting me on the spot well, because like this? Well, up. Well, I mean, there, there was the uh, the Egyptian <laughs> god, for one. You know. Yeah. That, uh, hold on. That was a real sticking point. It was a... Um, it was a... I do trivia like a pub trivia every Thursday night. And so we, um, there was a question where it's like this, these all had the same name in common. There were some that had to change. And one was the Archer 
God. There was another, there's a tech company, I'm pretty sure that was something else. Um, pharmaceutical company, I think, has like ISIS. Um, anyway, so there were some companies that had Wasn't to change. Wasn't Verizon's but, payment uh, system called ISIS? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, well, yeah. You, ISIS Mobile Wallet changes name to SoftCard. That's there, it, yeah. There was a diet pill in the 80s that was actually called AIDS. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Before the outbreak, obviously. But yeah, you know, they had to change. I don't think they did very well. Naming things is hard already. Now we've got, we got to change it because of terrorist groups and diseases. There was a great episode of 99% Invisible a few months back about someone whose full-time job is coming up with names for products and services. It was very interesting. I don't remember which episode number, though. Oh, I got to write that down. I remember, do you watch or do you listen to Startup? The Startup podcast? No. Because they did an episode about how to come up with names for their uh, new company, which was pretty interesting. Like, how they hired somebody. They were trying to come up with their own names, and they hired a company to do the whole, like, research as if somebody else has already trademarked, that kind of thing. Hmm. Uh, here it is, episode 109, title TK, from last year. So, the person who has the strongest opinion on GIF or JIF is not on the po- podcast, apparently. Uh, does anybody have any more arguments on that? Well, I'm, I guess I'm the only one that says GIF. Uh, yep. All right. So. <laughs> yes, the only one in the world. <laughs> uh. I don't actually know what are the what's the overall balance on how many people go one way or the other. I think they did a poll when I was googling. <laughs> there might be a poll out there. And are there other unusual minority pronunciations like Geifer? Oh, no. oh there's a. Apparently, Jeopardy had this question, and they they have settled the pronunciation war. Hold on, what? <laughs> what answer? Yeah, is... like like you can never get geeks to stop arguing about something. <laughs> I'll put it in Slack. The link for the story. Yeah, Mashable says seventy uh, percent uh, say GIF, and I'm really? sure that was a highly scientific poll. So here's a question: Where did you first encounter GIFs or GIFs? That you would have heard it pronounced. Actually heard it pronounced? Oh, yeah. I've never heard it pronounced. I always saw the, you know, the dot G-I-F and just didn't assume it was GIF. Spacer.GIF. I first came across it in, uh, uh, or on Usenet, I mean. They talk on Usenet? No, I saw it. Oh. But it was probably years before it ever came up in regards to pronunciation. I think I just heard my older brother say it one day, and I think I just copied him. So I blame my brother. <laughs> and he also, he had a big argument. Oh, well, he didn't have an argument. Well, yeah, it was heated discussion with our computer teacher. If it should be SQL or SQL, but we're not talking about that today. <laughs> uh, wait, just on that topic, someone named a module at work just Postgres, like lowercase s, and it's been driving me nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, see, I, I never, uh, uh, never realized that anybody pronounced it SQL until probably, I think it was five years ago. Yeah, me and too. What, and one of my friends was talking about MySQL. It's like, what the hell are you talking about? It's like, well, it's, it's one of the most popular databases for web development out there. It's like, I've never heard of it. 
what's it called again? And then he finally spelled it like, oh, so I'm the idiot here. <laughs> yeah, well, if they're going to put three letters together, it doesn't spell it. Then, you know, you can't really sound it out. That was like last time when uh, AF Walla yelled at me for pronouncing ICQ wrong. Hmm. How are you supposed to pronounce ICQ? I-C-Q? Are you supposed to say it ICQ? That's what his argument was. Oh, but this was in the chat. This was in the chat room, so I don't know. That's an internet generation I missed out on entirely. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, yeah. I still have installed we, on your computer. We talked you about it. To. Yeah, three zero five eight zero seven two seven. I still don't your Everybody number. send email yeah. there. <laughs> oh my gosh, I have no idea what my number is. I just started with AIM or AIM. Oh, yeah, see, I started we, with we look too. down on those people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I remember AOL. trying to pick a really cool AIM name too. I was like, ah, oh, I don't know what it should be. <laughs> and I had somebody else made me for it, like make the name up for me. And I was like, oh, yeah, this is so cool. And now I think it's the dumbest thing ever. That's where Alternerd came from. I apparently that was what I really wanted to be. Freshman, I think freshman year of high school is when I first signed up for AIM, and it stuck. Uh, Don't catch you, man. Yeah, I got my name from high school too, but it wasn't from AIM. Yeah, same. Did you ever have Princess Harold on AIM? Uh, no. It's the uh, the one place I've actually got a letter or uh, a number in my username. It's Haroldina three because apparently uh, Haroldina's one uh, one through two were already taken. Hmm. Is that annoying? It really is, especially like, since there aren't actually any users with those uh, those usernames. Yeah, I had some of that problem with my name. It's like nobody spells their name the way I spell it, or has my name, but there it's always taken some for some reason. My name's never taken, but uh, I ran into a situation a couple years ago where I had signed up for, I think a, like an old Disney account uh, tied to like my parents' old ISP address, like very early. And that got integrated with all of go.com and ESPN at some point. But because that email no longer exists, I couldn't recover my username and they, you know, their customer service people don't care that that's me. Dang it. <laughs> Okay, the next topic I have, and this may not apply to everybody, but it's something that bothers me. Uh, I don't know if other places do it, but around here, McDonald's has these double drive-thrus where there are, are mm-hmm. two ordering stations. Oh, yeah. Yes! Have this. We just discovered like that out here. It drives me nuts. <laughs> I, I love those things. <laughs> No, because Especially... they're merging, and people are terrible at it. Well, you're wow. supposed to like go one. You know, you're supposed to take turns, but yeah, people are are mean, and they don't let you in sometimes. But the ones I like is when I pick the lane where nobody's actually going to talk to me, hmm. and then I have to back up <laughs> and go to the other one. That happens often. But when uh, are you supposed to take turns, or are you supposed to go by who finished their order first? Because you're. If I, I always well, go to the outside. And the outside, for some reason, always goes faster. So I will have finished my order. I'm sitting in line. The person in the inside is still ordering, but technically they're ahead of me. Am I supposed to let them in or not? No, I think you go by who finished the order. That would be my assumption. Because then they're going to have everything screwed up when you get up to the window to pay. Mm -hmm. 
Because I think it's only one person taking the orders usually, isn't it? Um, I think I've had uh, two people. The, it's like the person right. at the pay window can take an order and a person at the uh, delivery window can take an order. I haven't had any problems merging, really. I just, I, my main issue is I pull up to the one where nobody's talking. <laughs> I've only encountered one of those once, and uh, I had a similar sort of situation when nobody could really figure out what they were supposed to do. It's scarring to me. <laughs> there was one that I went to. It was a Burger King that actually had two lines and two kitchens and two like cashiers. So you could pick which one you wanted to go to. And it's like two separate things. But I remember my dad got so pissed off one time we were going that he actually just went from one lane to the other lane, didn't even get our food and just kept going. I was like, all right. So you got pissed <laughs> off enough at this drive through that you didn't even want the food anymore. <laughs> The old In-N-Outs used to be like a little stand in between two drive throughs So there were two lanes, one on each side of the building. Hmm. There's another burger joint like that here in Missouri, um, and I can't think of the name, but they have two lanes. It's like a small little shack, and there's windows on either side, and you just kind of drive around and go to either window and actually make the order. Yeah, I, I, I haven't actually used any of those. I, I can't think of the last time I, I went through it drive through at McDonald's. There, there is uh, an Arby's that until, I think, two years ago um, had the, the drive through on the wrong side of the building. <laughs> so when you went through, the, uh, the drive through was on the right side of the car. How, how did that so, work? I, not very well. I, <laughs> I don't know if they built it in England and then shipped it over or <laughs> what the deal is with that. They, they finally ended up uh, redoing it so it went you had to drive all the way around the building uh, and then order and then come around the front of the building and <laughs> it was really it weird. Sounds like some kind of psychology experiment or something. Yeah. yeah. You know there's an Arby's near us that you have to loop around the building like basically twice to use the drive through and I was wondering why but it must be the same uh, layout. Yeah, it could it's be. The same social experiment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just maybe they just didn't it. like it when when people went through the drive-through on their own. <laughs> it's just like people using the buddy system. <laughs> I've I've gotten yelled at for using the drive-through at a Burger King once on my bicycle, like I was heading home from work and was picking. <laughs> and yeah, you know, in my head, I'm like, hey, I don't want to lock up my bike, go inside, order, pick, you know. And they were not very happy to have me <laughs> as a pseudo vehicle or whatever. The employees? Yeah. People are weird. Yeah, that is weird. Sorry, I'm only on two wheels. My money doesn't spend the same. <laughs> well, I'm sure they wouldn't have yelled at a motorcycle or maybe even a you know a moped scooter type vehicle, but no, I, I think in the right uh, in the employee by guidelines it says uh, if you're on a motorcycle, you at least have to have a sidecar <laughs> <laughs> or one of those awesome tricycles. You have to have a third wheel. What if you'd pulled up on like a beach bike with, you know, with three, two wheels in the back? Maybe that would have been okay. So our, that Mc, one of the McDonald's has actually added a second pickup window, but they're all in the, it's all in the same line. So you've got a pay window, a pickup window, number one, and a pickup window, number two. Oh, that doesn't make any sense. I, I have no idea how that works. 
And they probably have two spots in front of that to wait for food that did get made in time. I That's bet. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there, there's uh, another Arby's near me that um, it's an Arby's Sabaro, and it has a separate pickup window for each side. But there isn't uh, there isn't any room to get around a car. So if the Sabaro side, which is the the one uh, farthest from the the uh, order speaker. If they're waiting for something, then it holds up the entire line. So that's uh, that's good urban planning. This is why I like Sonic, because you don't have to worry about any of that. Yeah. No lines. I've always wanted a drive-through with the the pneumatic tubes, like at the bank. So if you're on the outside line, you know your food just comes shooting over your head in a little canister. That might get a little complicated with shakes. I've always like I've always heard these chains and I've never had a chance to try In and Out. In and Out's pretty good. We just recently got Five Guys here. Oh, that's really good. Five Guys. They they load you up with fries too. They'll fill that whole bag up with fries. Yeah, only only people who go who are on their first visit order a large fry. Yeah, because there's no point. Yeah. Have you guys ever I done Chick Fil A when it's busy? They send people out into the drive-through lane to take your order, <laughs> with, and then they stack everything up at the window. So when you get up there, they kind of just throw it into your car, kind of keep things moving. I think that's probably the best one I've seen. But the the one not chain I love going when whenever I'm back in the Midwest is Culver's, Butter Burger, Crinkle Fries. We have Culver's here. I've never gone to it. Is it good? I I really like it. it um, and and in the drive-through they have where an employee runs the food outside to you, so like you pull past the pay window. I guess because they take a little longer to cook, maybe. Yeah, it is weird. We have one, and it is very. They give you. They actually give you a number that you hang on your uh, your uh, window, and you pull forward and. I guess it's kind of like the parking places at McDonald's, the drive-through parking. Yeah, it's just weird. So this burrito tunnel is a real thing. I've never even heard of this before. It actually goes across the entire country. That's a, a link I I put in the slide. It's it's one of my my favorite. Uh, I'm not sure what that's from. I think I first found that on JWZ's blog years ago. But pneumatic tubes made me think of uh, the Trans-American Burrito Tunnel or whatever it's called. Or is this just the prototype for the Hyperloop or what? Yeah, but just for burritos. And the, the, the great thing is the tunnel you know, just skips across the mantle, so it keeps your burrito hot. <laughs> that seems legit. Oh, yeah, they show it. They show Jeez. the temperature change as it travels yeah, from it's... New York. Okay. Because it's a, it is actually a straight line. It doesn't co- follow the curvature of the Earth, so it gets closer to the magma and uh, gets hotter. Wait, from did, New York? Or is it from? I don't know. Is it from or to? I don't know. Either way, I think it could go either way, depending on which. I don't think I want a burrito from New York. Yeah, I think they're making them in. I think they make them in California and send them to New York. That would make more sense. <laughs> I didn't realize that was a concern. Oh, absolutely. By the time they reach Cleveland, the burritos are fully heated through and traveling uphill about uh, twice the speed of sound. 
Hmm. So it it sounds like they put him in frozen. Yeah. Well, see, it would be cool if they did it the other way. They could send bagels from New York back to California. They need another tunnel. Uh, it says that uh, they tried to reverse it with Kanish's bagels, pickles, and Brooklyn-style pizza. But none have proven as resilient as the humble burrito. <laughs> I mean, really, if you if you have to roll up the pizza to shove it in the tube. Yeah, it might not be so good. Yeah, and who the hell wants a cooked pickle? I believe, um, isn't this uh, Idle Words is um, the pin pinboard guy, Machia... Um, What's his last name? I think this is his blog. Only burritos. I can't find anything that says who it's by. As it says on the bottom of the page, this oh. is where a douchier person would write colophon. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anything else oh. about... Uh, what were we even talking about? Uh, McDonald's. drive throughs Okay. Well, on to something more controversial. Um... There's been a lot of talk about Back to the Future lately because in some of the movies where he travels is uh date pretty close to today. Um, so I thought I would ask uh, what your favorite Back to the Future movie was, number one, two, or three. And uh, let's start with uh, Mikey R. Oh, I was going to go last. All right, fine. <laughs> um, I, I think I'm going to go the opposite way. Uh, where I think no, the second one was kind of my least favorite. Uh, so I'm not that concerned about the whole like coming up to the date and all that kind of stuff. But it, I like the first one because it was, hell, I wasn't even born yet when the first one came out, but I was, um, but I do like it for the, the discovery and it's the first one that I saw. And for some reason, I really like the third one. I like the Wild Wild West and trains and all that kind of stuff. So, uh, the second one didn't really do it for me. I don't know why. So you'd pick the second one over the third one? No, I picked the third one over the second one. All right. I, I'm sorry. That's what I meant. Yes. I'm sorry. Does that disappoint you? <laughs> no, no, I guess no, I kind of like the third one when it came out. The second one. I don't know. Well, the, the, uh, the Biff with the, um, I don't know. What did he have those upgrades on his body? That was pretty awesome. He got taller. Yeah. Hoverboards can't. You need power over water. Oh, how's that line go? <laughs> yeah, I think that's right. Is that what they said? Oh, yeah, it's something like that. It's, it's got to be close enough. They must have that magnetic uh, power stuff. Mm-hmm. See, that was a that was a good future, you know. They, but I did see that, they have that Nike. Was it true that Nike is going to make the the automatic boots this year or something like that? Did I see that? Indeed. Awesome. Huh. Are they going to drive gonna be themselves like just, off? Is that going to be a, like a novelty thing? Like they're only going to make one pair? Are they going to make it purchasable by anybody? We don't know that. It'll be purchasable by anybody who can spend $300 probably on a pair of shoes. I thought they oh, yeah, made I, some a few years ago too. I think the ones from a few years ago were just replica. They didn't uh, self-lace. They just looked. It's probably you're right, it's, the same technology as the uh, automatic belt. And the, uh, the automatic dryer for the clothes. Yeah. The automatic dryer for the clothes and then the auto-fit jacket. That'd be pretty cool. So, Mikey R., can you rank them? Number one, number three, and then number two. So one is your favorite? Yes. Uh, how about Wonder Yak? Um, in order. One, two, and three probably is my ranking. I uh, like the first one the best, but I was nine years old when two came out and was kind of just obsessed with it. Burn? 
Yeah, I think I'm going to agree there. One, one, two, three. And it's for the same reasons. I saw a second one when I was younger. And, you know, so that would have been my first uh, Back to the Future, actually, in the theater. Harold? Uh, well, I guess I'm bucking the trend. I'm going 3-1-2. I think, <sighs> I think, yeah, I think uh, 2 was the weakest, uh, for sure. Um, and I don't know why I like the third one better than the first one. But may- maybe it's just because there's no, you know, I'm my own grandpa stuff going on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ultra nerd? Um, I'm going to say, I think I basically have one and three tied and then two, uh, pretty far behind because I feel the second half of two really drags down the, like I, I, if, if the first half of two were its own movie, then I think I would like that a lot better. I'm pretty sure three was the first I saw in the theaters. Um, I think I saw it uh, with my cousins at some point, uh, when we were all visiting together. Um, and the only reason I don't put three first is because a lot of it doesn't really stand on its own without all the references back to the first movie in particular, like, like the stuff about being yellow and, um, you know, uh, Biff, the way Biff is as a villain only makes sense in terms of the Biff from the first movie. Uh, but I do love the trains, uh, and, that whole, the very end of the third movie is the setup for the Saturday morning cartoon, uh, mm. which I watched on occasion, but not regularly. Oh, really? I didn't even know there was a Saturday morning cartoon. I missed that. Yeah, yeah, I, I um, forgot about it, and just linking it to the cartoon might uh, make me have to change my vote. Well, because uh, how did it work? Uh, Doc and um, what's the teacher's name? Claire, was it Clara? Cl- Clara, yeah. Doc Clara Clayton. Clearly, yeah, and had their kids were Jules and Vern, right? And they went on various flying train adve- time travel adventures. Oh wow, look at that! <laughs> well, um, I feel like number one is the best one, and I feel like the other two never should have been made. Wow, <laughs> there's a statement. That's a strong, strong. You may phrase. not be wrong <laughs> yeah. because the first one was just perfect the way it was you know the ending yeah they're gonna do more time travel but we don't need to know that story you know you can just use your imagination and it's more of the same yeah like, but the... oh no we did something in the past and we have to go back and fix it oh no <laughs> but they had to do that because at the very end after he goes up into the air and takes off into the sky it says they will return they had to make the same mm-hmm. they had to <laughs> yeah they had to make money. this sort of thing <laughs> Yeah, the, the first one you're... made me uh, made me scared of speakers for like five years. <laughs> <laughs> that was a pretty big speaker. <laughs> Has anybody played the Telltale Games version of Back to the Future? I have not. It's like no. The Walking Dead and Tales from the Borderlands. It's that click point and click thing. I, I haven't tried that one. I do love a, a number of their other games, though. <laughs> okay, so it's really popular, apparently. Because uh, I haven't tried it either. Well, it's not true. I think I tried the first episode, and I, I don't care for those types of games. So I, I'm not a good judge of whether or not it's a good game. I'm currently waiting for the Game of Thrones episode 2, which lands on, I think, the third. Still waiting for that book. Yeah, that book needs to come out before that guy croaks. I just have a feeling he's going to die before he finishes that book. <laughs> I don't know what he's doing. He, or he's the overweight. One yeah. 
He's got two to write, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. He needs to get moving. Quit, quit with these shows already. Get those it's out. like the uh, the pollen storm song, "Right Like the Wind." <laughs> <laughs> all right, do we want to talk about hockey, or are we all hockeyed out? Boy, do I ever! <laughs> I stopped paying attention. <laughs> I even turned I turned off the TV just to listen to you guys, and I can turn it back on if you want. Harold, do you have a uh, an argument against hockey? No, I, I don't have any arguments specifically against any sport, but that that doesn't make me actually like anymore. What was it that made you not like it? Yeah, it's just I'm not interested in in uh, watching professional sports in general. Like they, I'll I'll go to a St. Paul Saints game, but I mean, basically that's there's a. a baseball game going on around some other fun stuff. Oh, so the St. Paul Saints are a baseball team? Yeah, they're uh, minor league. Okay. Uh, partially owned by Bill Murray huh. for some reason. I didn't know that. Does he yeah. show up to those games? Not that I've ever seen. with the fans? Oh, that's too bad. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there are pictures of him. Uh, apparently, he's been there at some point, but it's not certainly not a regular thing. So the reason that we were talking about hockey... Is because right now is the the NHL All Star Skill Competition. But what they're showing for technology wise is that GoPro has made this deal where they're going to attach, or they have started attaching like GoPros to players' helmets, so you can see a live view of what the players see. And uh, there's a promotional video which I'll have to find and put in show notes, um, where it's showing you like a bird's or like a point of view from from the player and. It's actually pretty cool how they're going to try it out for the skills competition in the game tomorrow. So that was the main reason that we were talking about hockey before the show. I just wanted to throw that out there. That's We can leave it at that. I mean, we can say it's one of the best sports, but we don't have to. <laughs> well, I was uh, thoroughly exposed to hockey growing up in Haroldina's neck of the woods. Uh, but I think the superior form is actually... Um, uh, like high school women's hockey because the rules are pretty much there's no almost no checking allowed so there's way more um, puck passing and uh, stealing and it makes for I think a better game hmm. have you ever seen ringette no I don't know what that is uh, it's kind of like hockey um, except what you do is you play with a ring instead of a, a puck Ah, it's gonna. Get, we're going down a rabbit hole that we don't even have to. <laughs> oh, this sounds interesting. Can you des- describe this ring? What's the name of the sport? Ringette. R I N G E T T E. And so, like, it's it's a just imagine a puck. You play it on ice, but imagine that it's a puck um, where it's got a big hole in the middle. Like, it's a bigger size and it's got a hole in the middle, so you can kind of stab oh. it and push it around that kind of stuff. So it's it's a it can be a quite it can be a faster-paced game, but um, generally women play it more than uh, than men. Yeah, you don't need, like, a hockey stick. You just need the stick part, not the... Right, yeah. Oh, wow, I've never seen that before. I've seen a couple games where it gets really intense. Like, it can get really quick really, all of a sudden. It sounds dangerous because it sounds like that, uh, with that with a hockey stick with no flat end, it sounds a lot more dangerous. <laughs> they probably. Have, I'm sure they have the same hockey rules, right? You can't stick the stick up in the air. Ooh. No, I, I, 
I I am not uh, very fluent with all the rules. I've only exper- I've only seen it a couple times, and it took me a long time to figure out what the hell icing was. So I don't know all the rules yet. I'm watching a YouTube video, which makes for a great show. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's hmm, <laughs> it's a lot like hockey. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't know why this one developed like separately. I don't know. I mean, it's it's. More popular with girls and women. I don't know why, why, why they have to be different. I honestly don't know. It it looks like it's harder to defend because you you have a stick. You just have a pointy stick. So, yeah, yeah. I don't know. You can throw it too. Like if you can just pick it up off the end of your stick and just kind of whip it. Yeah, yeah. It looks like the goalie has a regular hockey stick. So so someone has recognized the inferiority of. Pointy stick for defense already. <laughs> yeah, what if they come at you with a bunch of bananas? Mm. This 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 looks like someone would get hurt. Someone would get stabbed in the eye accidentally. I, I thought sure that was pretty much the the only reason people watch hockey in the first place. They have to wear full face masks so yeah. for stabbing. Yeah. <laughs> or for the fights. I don't think that's hockey you're watching. <laughs> I feel like hockey is like one of the only sports that encourages uh fighting. I when I first when I first moved to Canada, I went to a hockey game. Like Canadians are so nice until it comes to a hockey game. Like <laughs> I've never seen this before where I was sitting next to a little like 8-year-old kid at a game and like he's all innocent like you know shy and looking at me and let's say hi to him and all that and he's really shy. As soon as the game starts and there's like they're checking each other and there's a fight fight Fight! This little eight-year-old kid just starts yelling and throwing <laughs> stuff at the glass. I'm like, dude, chill out! Like you were so innocent two seconds ago. I think it's all that pent-up, like trying to be nice to everybody that he's just letting it all out at one time. Yeah, I like hockey. I don't really care for the fights. I think it's. Oh, I'm the same. I do like the hockey. I like the pace of it, but I'm not a big fan of fighting or encouraging fighting or anything. So there's a local junior team. I think I don't know. I don't follow hockey. I just go to games occasionally, but they play in Topeka. Um, Topeka Roadrunners is actually their name. Yeah, that's what came up in Google. And my dad is a boost. He's on the booster squad or whatever it's called. He's a booster. There you go. And uh, <laughs> so he goes to a lot of games. So we go to a lot of games. Um, yeah, I like watching, watching, uh, watching them play. It's it's a lot more interesting live. Most things are for me, though. I don't watch a lot of sports live, so it seems like everything... Or I'm sorry, I don't watch a lot of sports on TV. It seems like whenever I'm watching live, it's just that. It's just much, much more interesting. And I feel like it's one of the sports, too, that will be done in like an hour, an hour and a half. Like, it won't go on for hours and hours and hours. But one thing I realized when I went to my first like NHL game, I've only ever watched it on TV. And then the first time I went to an NHL game, it was just like dead quiet. I'm like, Oh yeah, there's no announcer telling you what's going on on TV. And I'm like, oh, it's different. So that kind of, I don't know why. I just, I was expecting an announcer to be just blaring through the speakers or something <laughs> like that. But yeah, no, that's, that's, what, that's, that's what the why drunk people, people bring, sitting. Yeah. That's why people bring radios and TVs to baseball games around here. Yeah. Yeah. When you have a good play by play announcer, you know, it's, it's almost a better experience to have the radio on. I think it would just annoy people here if you had a radio or something on while you were watching the hockey game. You're expected to know what's going on. 
in your blood. <laughs> it's a little different with baseball, you know. It's a lot slower. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But as I said, when I first moved here, like I knew no rules for hockey, so I didn't know what I mean, I could figure out what checking was, but I didn't know what icing was. I didn't know what offsides was. I didn't know, like, I don't know what, what was a minor penalty and a major penalty. Anyway, it took a while to figure that out. I don't even think I know all of them by now yet. The best way to get used to the rules is play uh, a video game. Yep. Have any of you guys played the old uh, Mutant League hockey for Sega Genesis? I didn't play that one. No. I always played the NHL, you know, whatever year it was. The thing about the Mutant League one was that you could play entirely with fights. I, I only ever played this at a friend's house, but, uh, cause we didn't have Genesis, but, um, you could, because it was Mutant League, you could kill all the players on the opposing team <laughs> and then just score continuously until the clock ran out. <laughs> that was like a bit of a flaw, or is that by wow. design? I, I think that's the style of that. There's Mutant League football, Mutant League hockey, and. Yeah. That, that was another uh, bad Saturday morning cartoon circa early 90s. Yeah, I think around that time they were all bad. Except for X-Men. Uh, X-Men and, uh, yeah, X-Men no, 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 and no. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Of course, that wasn't Saturday. That was like weekdays every day after school was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yep. So you didn't like the X-Men cartoon in the 90s? No, not at all. It's pretty painful going it's, back and watching yeah, it. But I agree with you. It it that's how I got into Marvel Comics, so I have to give it some credit. <laughs> so you talked about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Did you like the new Ma- Michael Bay movie or no? I watched it, and I also listened to the uh, that podcast where they make fun of the movies, but um, it was not good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I, I think I just missed my brother and sister were really into really into Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and I think it just missed me by like a couple of years. It was not you, my thing. Did you see the original like the original movies? It wasn't I watched even them like, like those. Uh, <laughs> I, I didn't really see a whole bunch, whole lot weird. about those. I have seen Apart the original from, ones. I haven't seen this new one. Yeah, pretty much all I remember is the exchange. It's quiet. Yeah, a little too quiet. Hey, it's Raph. Yeah, a little too raff. <laughs> that, that's pretty much all I retained from that movie. Yeah, the, the Mutant Ninja Turtle, the new one, it was just like, um, you, you know, the, the Splinter found a book and was able to read. I, it was just like the whole explanation of how they became ninjas was ridiculous. And, you know, it was like they, they found all of the ninja tools and ninja weapons in the sewer. Just, you know, just happened to be there. It was. It was not a good movie. Where else are they going to be? Well, you know, it's like, come on, did they just well, float it up into the sewer somehow? I mean, who's throwing away ninja, ninja swords? Yeah, you're supposed, supposed to, to dispose of them in the shark's box. They're, they're supposed to have bought them all in the uh, dealer's room at a con. <laughs> well, like, there's one scene where he they're explaining all this stuff, and and they like they find a stump of wood, like a whole stump from a tree. In the sewer, which he carves into something, I don't know, but it was it was a low point of the movie. Kind of sounds like the whole movie was low point. Yeah, it was. I mean, I mean, the very end was even it maybe went low. I, it was a typical Michael Bay movie. Let's you know, let's leave it at that, I guess. Oh, so it all exploded? <laughs> yeah, like the very end, there the this tractor trailer is sliding down the side of a mountain that apparently is right next to New York, where it's not snowing in New York, but in this mountain it's snowing. And they, they like ride this truck down sideways the entire mountain. 
while they fight the ninjas, you know, the, the Foot Clan at the same time. Very Michael Bay. Sweet. Let's see the one. Did he produce the last Transformers movie? Who he did, did all of the Transformers movies, I think. What was the most recent one? The Dark Side uh, of the Moon. Uh, I couldn't watch any of those either. I saw the yeah, first one. I watched I them fell all. asleep in that one. I tried so hard. I think I saw the first two, and I had no interest in the remaining. Oh, maybe it wasn't the Dark Side of the Moon. Maybe the latest I don't, one. That doesn't sound right. No. Yeah, no, the latest Age one of Extinction had Mark or something? In it. Yeah, that's right. Age of Extinction. Yeah, that's the one. I tried so hard not to fall asleep, and I still... Well, I, we should talk about Michael Bay movies sometime. <laughs> Winter <laughs> Thunder talk about back. Do you think you can get him on the show, Mike? He, I bet he'll do it. He, he might. Be too many mics. That's got a problem. Too we can call mics. him Michael. Too we many can call mics. him Michael. How about M-Bay? M-Bay. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he's in the chat room. Maybe he already has a name. Well, uh, one of the movies we're talking about tomorrow on a yet untitled podcast that I'm trying to, that we're going to try out, uh, is produced by Michael Bay, Project Almanac. Ugh. So that'll be an interesting discussion, I'm sure. <laughs> I've got two All pages right. of notes. Two pages. <laughs> oh, Exasperated no. uh, Well, I guess one and a third. Okay. I, I didn't realize it was Michael Bay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't really pay that much attention to the names in the trailer. But I did notice the, uh, the big MTV films, uh, which really should be in quotes, uh, logo. So, uh, segueing into podcasts, uh, (laughs) (laughs) does Michael Bay have a podcast too, or? Oh. It's just one continuous explosion. <laughs> it's called. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't know that podcasting is a visual enough medium for Michael Bay. That'd be like him, him writing a book or something. I, mean, I don't know. I, I think it would yeah. probably sound a lot like Radio Lab. Just a lot of quick cuts and shaky mic. I guess. Do you, Do you think a, Mike, a, a book written by Michael Bay would actually spell out a bunch of explosions or something? It would never get to the store. Yeah. Would be... Well, you can self-publish <laughs> nowadays, so... No, I mean, the the trucks shipping the, the books would explode on their way <laughs> out, of the, out of the warehouse. It's just an e-book of a bunch of animated GIFs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, segueing into podcasts, as I was saying. Um, so, does anybody have any... Uh, ideas that have come up since the the last hangout of uh, ideas for podcasts. In, uh, anybody? I guess, well, <laughs> um, it's not really a new idea, but my some of my friends have been bugging me to do a, a podcast for forever. Uh, so we are recording on Monday night. I have no idea when it's going to be out. Um, so this is an ex- we're we're in experimental phase that we're gonna. We're going to see how we like it. It's going to be four people. <clears throat> and uh, we're going to kind of... Actually, I realize now that it's kind of like clockwise, where I didn't really listen to clockwise that much, but now I do. So it's kind of like everybody brings a segment to the table. And we're trying to keep segments consistent, like one about movies, one about tech, one about games, and one about random. <clears throat> so we'll see how that goes. But it's uh, two Bahamians, one Canadian, and an American. So it's going to be a little multicultural thing going on there. So we'll see. 
I'll let you know when it's out. Something I thought of while we were talking about hockey was, I think, a podcast about um, the technology that's happening in sports now, like the GoPros on helmets and things like that. I think that would be really interesting. Hmm. Yeah, that would be kind of cool. I mean, they're just adding more and more. There was a, I used to be really in a big baseball when I was younger. Um, and then I kind of stopped watching it for a while. And then when I came back to watching it again, it was like, now they have the, uh, like the displays to show you where the ball was that went over the plate. And I'm like, what the hell? Why do you still have an umpire? Like, you're just going to make the umpire feel bad if he goes back and watches it and <laughs> see that all his calls were wrong. So I found that weird that they actually put that on TV now. But well, they, I mean, they solved that by just not caring. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but I realized, I mean, the technology that I've going to that is pretty cool. And like tennis as well, the yeah. whole, um, eagle eye thing, yeah. like where it shows you where the ball lands. That's pretty cool. Yeah. How, you how, know, do, I wonder how they do that. I guess they, do they have cameras set up all over the place or do they just calculate the trajectory and then do a three? No, I think it, no, I think it, yeah, it's cameras all over the place. Uh, tennis court in particular is, I mean, that's pretty amenable to computer vision because it's a fixed camera, really high contrast background. It's, it's pretty easy to do that kind of visual tracking. But some of the times you feel so bad for the guy where I was watching Wimbledon or something like that. And like, I swear, like a quarter of an inch or something of the ball just grazed the line. And I'm like, Oh, really? Like, ah, there's kind of a few of those in the Australian open that's on right now already. Yeah. I wonder if they have to change their, technique like how how close they skirt the line like if they used to play more aggressively to being uh out i think so because right, yeah. do you watch much like now when you when you watch tennis they really play close to the lines now that they there's not a whole lot of volleys that go in the middle of the court for the most part yeah my sense was the athleticism of running back and forth was much higher the last i don't know let's say 10 years yeah i think you're right there was well uh, we're gonna start talking about tennis now. I was gonna, I was, I was watching, I was watching tennis and they started complaining about the women grunting and how the grunting on some of the tennis players would get longer and longer. <laughs> Did you ever see that Robin Williams skit where he's talking about women's tennis? No. And said how it used to be such a polite and quiet, uh, sport until the Williams sisters came along. Ah, uh, I, it's, you should just let Robin Williams do that one, but. It's a, it's a good, it's a little good little clip to see. Yeah, there's maybe a podcast idea talking about uh, sports you don't understand. Oh. Or just explaining sports for the first time. <laughs> yeah, you, you need like a, like a Marco, you know, like the, like the car podcast, except just do sports. I you hear Harold just throwing <laughs> in the background. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I already listened to 12 episodes of Marco talking about stuff he knew nothing about. So. <laughs> Uh, when they talk about cars, I I just sit and cringe. Ugh. That would be fun. I, I mean, there's so many sports that I just have no idea. So that'd be kind of interesting to do the research and figure out how it is played and who are popular people. Yeah. Have you ever watched rugby? I mean, talk about a sport that's hard to understand. I, oh, I used to play rugby in high school, man. You cricket. need to have people, someone explain that to you. Because it's like, I don't have a clue what's going on. Yeah, I used to play rugby in high school, so we, I, yeah, with that and cricket, you can tell I come from the Caribbean. We used to play, <laughs> we used to play cricket too. I don't understand cricket, cricket to, at all. Yeah, I could take, well, 
It used to take a long time, and then there was this, ah, what's his name? I don't remember what his name is, but this guy from, I think it was India, that invented a new way of playing the game, so it's a lot shorter, um, or reinvented the new way of playing the game, so it's a lot shorter. So he's made millions and millions of dollars on this. Um, so it's, uh, the rules are pretty much the same. It's just how many overs you get. Uh, I'm not going to even go there now, but yeah, <laughs> that'd be, I would be willing to explain that if you ever do that podcast, Mike. Okay. <laughs> Uh, there's, there's several sports I don't understand the rules for. It, it's like uh, hockey, cricket, and uh, uh, I can't remember the name of it now. Highlight. Highlight. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's true. That's one of them. Have you ever seen Cups? No. Is that a sport or a movie? It's a sport that they play in like uh, middle schools and things. You just stack cups. Oh. oh. Yeah, the stack. I've seen those. The, the stacking competitions where you have to build it up and break it down real fast. Yeah, I, I think yeah, that I, was like something they invented so they didn't have to play dodgeball or something. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't realize that was a thing until I actually saw uh, regulation cups for sale at Target. <laughs> and they got those like speed pads where you have to like put your hands down really quick or whatever, right? Is that mm-hmm. is that what you guys are talking about, or are we talking about two different things? See, we probably don't understand it enough to know what we're talking about. That's, uh, yeah. that's, why, that's why we need the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Do I have to teach you guys how to play curling, too? Yes. That's okay. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> I like curling. Chess on ice. Yeah, I, if I really wanted to, I could go uh, go find a curling club around here. I many years don't of especially uh, want to. Winter Olympics games taught me curling. Yeah, it's oh, a pretty yeah. popular sport to watch. They put that right on primetime now. Is there just nothing else to put on at the time, maybe? I don't know. Well, you probably have two people, two kinds of people, people who know about it and are interested in it, and the other people who are just fascinated that people are playing this game. Yeah. With a broom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is. <laughs> you can fall, man. You can get hurt. <laughs> <laughs> I can do that just stepping outside. Come on. It doesn't make it a game. You can slip on the ice and get injured. Mm-hmm. It's true. Well, it, I don't know. Is it any safer than the, that other, the ringlet? Ring it? Ring it? Well, ring it, you're wearing a little bit of padding and some kind of equipment. Curling, you're not at all. You could, you could get a finger mashed in somewhere, man. But did Between you see the way at the, the Sochi Olympics. I mean, their pants were amazing for the curling yes. team. Yes. I think this is how Ringette came to be because they had a bunch of hockey players and a bunch of <laughs> people doing curling. And they're like, well, we want to play together. Hey, take your broom handle off of your broom. And now we've got Ringette. I think it's probably more likely that the hockey players accidentally broke the, the ends off their sticks. We, we, have you ever, like at the high school games that I used to go to, they would break those sticks and they just throw them in the trash. And we would sit there and wait because we played street hockey. So there's like, you know, the trash cans are always full of broken sticks with no, you know, maybe that's what it was. It was like, so reuse these. Talking about (laughs) hockey sticks, there was a lot of, there was a store not too far from where I live that had $30,000 worth of hockey sticks stolen. Yeah, somebody broke into the sports store in the middle of the night and stole $30,000 worth of hockey sticks. What kind of store stocks 30,000 hockey sticks? No, dollars worth of hockey sticks, not... That's what I'm saying. 
come on, how expensive can a little oh stick? Oh, they're man. so expensive. They they're like carbon oh, fiber and everything, right? Those oh, cohos are oh, they're expensive. That's why you would wait for them to throw them in the trash can, because then you could get like a nice coho for a you know and, and cut it down and slap a plastic hook onto it and have a nice street hockey stick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can get uh, composite sticks. Anyway, yeah. Well, we don't have to talk. Yeah, we're I merging mean, into get... the into the territory where I start uh, calling the sports implements by wrong names, yeah. like a set of golf bats. <laughs> <laughs> golf bats. Just yeah, there was one buddy that was looking at a stick that was like three hundred bucks, and I was like, "Ugh, God, I'll, I'd rather buy something totally different than a hockey stick." So, I guess yeah, I I'm could out. buy I could buy one and a half tires for that much money. Yeah. yeah. That's an expensive sport to get suited up for. It is, yeah. And then when you break it, you're like, oh crap, I gotta buy another hockey stick. And you usually carry two with you, right? Yeah, at least, right? Mm hmm. The only sport I ever did was cross country running, and all you needed to buy was the shoes. It's pretty cheap. <laughs> <laughs> well, hope you, hopefully you wore more than shoes. Well, yes. <laughs> but the uniforms no, were just provided by the school. Yeah, you you wore you bought the shoes and you stole all the clothing. <laughs> well, he's so fast that's, that right. That's how you train. Well, maybe it was like you know the Greek Olympics. You just didn't wear clothes. Too much drag. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think uh, running and drag requires more clothing. <laughs> okay. Well, before we start talking about hockey again, I think we should wrap <laughs> this up. Although, uh, I think Mikey R, do you have any anything else that needs to happen? Do I? Are you trying to give me a hint here? I I don't I don't know. I get well. You you were the one making the big deal about it, so it's up to you. Hang on, hang on. So what? What? What's what's going on? What? Wait. What am I making a big deal about? The wrong person. No. I don't understand what's happening. What's happening? What's going on right now? You mentioned it in Slack today. Oh, about new podcasts that people are listening to. Oh no! Yeah, not that. No, not that. (laughs) That's a good topic, though. What did I say today? He's got a bell. Oh, yes! Yes! Okay, everybody listen. Listen. Wow. It sounds alright. You gotta let it ring. Come on. (laughs) Okay, hold on, hold on. I'll do it again. I'll do it again. Oh, no, that's horrible. That was a horrible ring. That was a horrible one. Oh, shoot. It's stuck. Okay, hold on. Oh, my goodness. I'm moving the mic closer. There you go. There we go. Nice. Yeah, there we go. There we go. I was I was uh, walking around Staples today, and I was not getting a bell, but I happened to be in the aisle that sold bells. So this was my four dollar investment for podcasting. I figure you know, got to have a bell, right? So you you were walking around Staples, not getting a bell, and then you transitioned into getting a bell. Yeah, well, I was getting. Just had a pivot. I, I needed, uh, I was getting paper and some other supplies, and I just happened to be, hey, there's a little chrome bell. Hold on, I'll get the box. Hang on one sec. It, no, see, if, if you don't get the orange one, it's it just doesn't have the right sound. Uh, well, it is a, <laughs> it's in French. Um, it is a call bell, chrome plated, one wow. quantity. The diameter is three and three eight inch. If you're not 100% happy with your Staples purchase, just return it any time. It's that easy. Oh, I should have got an easy button. No, I don't want one of those. No. <laughs> so I'm very happy with my purchase today. But it did take 
four tries. Is there something wrong with the bell? No, it's nothing's wrong with the bell. Let me do it again. You gotta hit the tit just right. Okay. There you go. Should I hit mine again? <laughs> you might go for mine it. as well. There you go. <laughs> you gotta let it run. And your bell is a. Uh, it's a piston out of the, the engine of a Ford Focus, with about half an inch of the the rod still attached to it. When is the last time you went somewhere and they actually had a bell on the counter? That wasn't like a mom and pop shop who's had that same bell for fifty years anyway. Uh, I was. I, it, if you go to industrial centers, they have them have them a lot of the time. What is that? <laughs> Not a bell. <laughs> Who was that? Whisperer. Is, is that me? <laughs> Sorry. Yes. I'm That's looking okay. for bells. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I was actually very surprised that I was going to find these in Staples. I thought it was just a lost cause that, you know, I I didn't even think about it when I was there. It just happened to stroll across. And I was like, oh, look oh. at that. So, so far, podcasters have helped uh, Aero Presses, Soda Streams. So now we're targeting Bells. And you know what? I did see a Soda Stream in Staples today as well, but I did not get it. Mm-hmm. Next to the Hockey Sticks? Oh, the soda streams are awesome. You should have gotten one of those. We actually got rid of ours. We just, uh, we didn't like any of the flavor syrups. And I personally don't drink just fizzy water. Yeah, we, we like just fizzy water. I don't buy any of the syrups. And then we'll add like lemon or lime to it. But just do not add coffee to it. <laughs> that was not a good experience. You can buy uh, name brand syrups from like Sam's Club. I think you can get them at Target too. Uh, you can get them just about anywhere. They sell Soda Stream, but they're not—they're not cheap. You know what I mean? Like, I think for what you get there, it's like buying a case of pop at that at that well, point. You can get like a five-gallon box of syrup for eighty bucks or something. I wondered about that. That'll last forever. It's my uh, my stepdad has a uh, what's called a breakmate. It's like a personal soda fountain kind of thing, and he's been getting. You know, Coke syrup from Sam's Club for years. Huh. Somebody's still playing with bells. So I'm <laughs> curious. I heard, uh, who is it? Was it Wonder Yak that said pop? Or was it Ultra? Uh oh. Well, that was I'm no, just curious. I did not. I'm curi- I did not. <laughs> I, uh, somebody said pop. Twist I would say pop. You got to be from the north to say that. Twistburn said pop. That was me. <clears throat> so who, does everybody else just say soda? I'm just curious. No, I, I grew up saying pop. Okay. I say both. Yeah, we said soda pop. Did anybody say soda pop? No, I don't say soda pop. I say one of the, I say soda or pop. Yeah, in, in Minnesota, we're just way too busy to say soda pop. <laughs> it, it's one or the other. Hmm. No, I was just curious. I just, I always called it soda. And then when I moved to Canada, it was pop. Anyway, I was just curious. curious. We can put that uh, in the parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> I can get five gallons of Diet Dr. Pepper syrup for $81. Yeah. I have, oh. I have to have it shipped, though. It's a great deal. They, they don't have it at Costco? I go to Sam's. Sorry. Oh, okay. Uh, we don't have Sam's here, so we use Costco. Maybe you should check Amazon. You might be able to get a Prime. I can probably get a subscription. Every month they send me a <laughs> five-gallon <laughs> oh, God. box I hope, I hope you're not drinking five gallons a, a month. <laughs> No, that, that's just five gallons of syrup. syrup. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, I don't know how much that actually makes. I wonder if it says here. Uh, let's see here. Well, at least the Soda Stream syrup actually has real sugar in it, not the That's corn nice. syrup stuff. Um, actually, Soda Stream. Oh God, has both uh, sugar and artificial sweetener because sugar is not sweet enough to to put it in one of those containers and have the pop be sweet enough. It doesn't say that on the ingredients. I'm pretty though, sure. Okay, um, so apparently a, a standard post-mix ratio for the syrup is 4 to 1 or 5 to 1. So that that's a minimum of 20 gallons of Diet Dr. Pepper a month. Yeah, this the description says 30 gallons, which uh, that's just one gallon a day. I mean, it's doable. Oh, God, doable, but I mean, can you really call that living? All right, uh, we were wrapping it up, I think. <laughs> Until we started talking about Bells and Sam's Club. So, uh, is there anything else anybody wants to talk about or say? I was just going to ask quickly, is there any new podcast that anybody can, can recommend to check out that they started? Or I, I, I always vow Hello Internet is always a good one to go for. I was just going to say that I just started listening to that. It's, I, I really enjoy it. Um, one that I have started listening to... Um, is the the parenting podcast that everybody threatens to start but never does, and that is um, front to back. Uh, S- oh yeah, yeah. Sp- yeah. Williams is on there, and uh, as the, it's uh, three guys with uh, kids, and they only have daughters, so it's a little it's a little twist on it. But um, as someone who only has daughters, it's certainly something I can relate to. Oh, and that's where the name of the podcast comes from. Mm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I figured that one out before he explained it. <laughs> yeah, it's a little... That's uh, probably not what I would name a podcast, but... Uh, yeah. The other one... Uh, I have, and it's on my... Actually, I don't know if I should recommend it. But it was the uh, Beyond the Park. One that I, it's in my queue that I just have to listen to. I'm kind of excited about that. I haven't got a chance. What's it called? Beyond the Park. Um, it's, it's, uh, I'm pretty sure it's two guys that work at, or used to work or work at, uh, amusement parks. I thought it was, and so, what did I say? Beyond. Sorry, you're right. It's behind, behind the parks. I'm sorry. It's behind the park. And like the first episode, episode zero is about Diagon Alley, the latest construction at the park and that kind of stuff. Yeah, episode 29 um, of Better Know a Jackal was with um, Dean World, I guess is how you say his name. Uh, I I assumed it was Down World. Down, down, yeah, Down World maybe. Yeah, his uh, podcast Behind the Parks is linked there. And he's, they've done two episodes. Um, They're kind of slowly ramping up, but uh, I listened to the first episode and I really liked it. It's it is interesting to hear about these parks and rides and so forth from the perspective of somebody who's super interested in them. Hmm. Yeah, it's I have yet to I got to listen to it. I'm just excited about it. I'll have to check that one out. I'm I'm excited about the uh, the seeming trend towards shorter podcasts, with the exception of like the talk show <laughs> <laughs> or debug. It just gets um, longer the talk show. Yeah. I, as far as new podcasts go, um, I know uh, Mike's been plugging it over on Relay a lot, but I, I did like the first episode of Rocket uh, with uh, 
Christina Warren, Brianna Wu, and um, Simone, Simone de Rochefort. Yeah, I listened to the first episode. I liked it as well. I'm just I I don't know. Yeah, I liked I liked it. I liked it. Um, and I've also more recently I liked uh, was it uh, Song Exploder, where they uh, it's been pretty short episodes, but they take uh, they take a song and kind of talk about all the tracks that went into it from a production perspective. Hmm. I, I think I heard problem. about that one, but I don't remember where. Maybe, uh, maybe on Backward? I, I think I heard about it on 99% Invisible, I want to say. I yeah, definitely didn't hear about it there. Okay. And I don't know where I heard about it, but um, it's uh, it's interesting, and it's it's neat, too, because you know, they really go across the musical genres so far, at least. I don't want to take away anything from anybody else who segues horribly, but... Um... <laughs> I uh trying to start a podcast and uh, hopefully publish some episodes soon of uh, something called All Ears, where that's all we do is talk about podcasts, um, mostly about which ones are our favorites, and uh, and also get into a little bit about uh, how people listen to podcasts and how they discover new podcasts and um, things like that. Just a little bit, a uh, little bit of meta uh, for the podcast listener. That sounds pretty cool. I've got some uh, some podcast I- ideas cooking, but uh, they're all uh, on the back burner until after we move. <laughs> all right. Well, I think we'll wrap this up. Um, I'll go around the horn, and if you want to tell people where to find you, then uh, you can. If you don't want to be found, then that's fine, too. So we'll start with Harold. Uh, well, best place to find me is in... Uh, one of the uh, the network chat rooms on uh, on uh, Freenode. So uh, let's see here, five by five ESN good stuff jackals or uh, Relay FM. Uh, otherwise, I am Princess Herald on Twitter. Uh, Nicholas Ward. Uh, you can find me pretty much everywhere as Ultra Nerd with a U U L T R A N U R D, including the Jackal ch- various chat channels and on Twitter. Mikey R. I am Mike Yar and a lot of chat rooms like Relay, Good Stuff, 5x5, Jackals. And you can find me on Twitter at Mikey Reak, M-I-K-E-Y-R-E-I-A-C-H. And you'll see a podcast coming out for me soon. I don't know when it's going to be, but it'll be in a couple of weeks. Nick Gallup. Uh, <clears throat> I am a Wonder Yak pretty much everywhere. And Burn. I am also uh, at TwistBurn on Twitter, and also in IRC on Freenode and all of the uh, previously mentioned chat rooms. All right, guys, thanks for joining me tonight and uh, taking some time away to just chit-chat about, you know, sports and uh, drive-thrus and podcasts. And, uh, I really appreciate it. Thanks for having us. It's been a lot of fun. Yeah. Thanks, yeah, Mike. Mike.